Hello, and welcome to the Superhero by Design podcast, a show where we interview real life superheroes. My name is Ace, and I'll be your host. My next guest is truly a master of the mind. He is an entrepreneur, mindset coach, author, and podcaster. This man has the unique ability to take what seems like the impossible and make it possible. Let's give a superhero welcome to Jason Dries. Jason, welcome to the show. Yeah, <laughs> excited to be here. That's a great intro. Well, I'm excited to have you, man. For those of you listening, Jason is the founder and CEO of Jason Dries Coaching, which empowers people to do the impossible and create their own reality along the way. For more information on Jason and the services he provides, check out his website, jasondreescoaching.com. Dries is spelt like trees, but with a D, D-R-E-E-S, jasondreescoaching.com. He also has a podcast and a book, both called Do the Impossible. So definitely check those out and follow him on Instagram at jasondreescoaching. All right, Jason. Since you're a big mindset guy, I'm going to make you dig really deep into your brain this morning. Are you ready? We're, yeah, I'm ready. Let's dig in. Let's see what we find. Awesome. Question one. How you doing, man? I'm good, actually. I'm good. Worked out this morning. Haven't done some weights in quite a while and forgot that I have a little strain in my shoulder. So I need to do some physical therapy as I'm getting a little more experienced in the life. Um, but other than that, I'm doing great. Awesome. Well, it's fantastic to have you here on the show. We were talking a little bit before the program started. You're a mindset coach. I know you did a lot of one-on-one -on -one coaching and you've grown your business significantly since then. We'll get into all of that. But for those of you who are listening, this man has coached one of my personal heroes, Brandon Turner, formerly of Bigger Pockets podcast. And now he's going on apparently doing a new podcast that I just learned about from Jason this morning. But when I saw that you have coached a guy who I've personally met a couple times, but amazing human being, very successful at what he does and kind of crafted who this man has become. Like, I was just like, holy crap, Brandon Turner. This guy is the real deal. And for those of you that don't know who Brandon Turner is, just an amazing human being, amazing investor. Um, just a great guy to be around. And I know with coaching, like you've provided Jason, like I know you've played a big part in his life. So I'm just excited to have you on. I'm excited to have you share your story and also give the listeners a few tools that they can use. So with that said, let's just jump into it, man. Have you always been this awesome? Have you always been, we were joking before the podcast, you were funny as well. Um, hopefully we get a few jokes, but can you explain a little bit of your journey to get to where you are today? And I forgot to mention that my, I have four boys. My fourth son's name is Ace, Sue. So, oh, that's awesome. You probably don't meet many Aces, but his name is Ace. Yeah. That's incredible. Um, I, I like you even more now. <laughs> <laughs> He's my little, my toe head, my little blonde haired toe head. Um, how did I get here? Right. It's, it's been a journey, right? You know, I'm been, um, I'm at level 49. Some people count years. I count levels. Right. I'd love that. I'm at level 50 this year. So my, you know, my hit points are going up. My XP is going up and it was the, you know, I've been chasing success for, you know, 20 years, you know, um, it started to really show up within the past 
three or four years. Um, but you know, I grew up in Southern California. Um, you know, we had a, I grew up in Diamond Bar, California. Actually, I grew up in Long Beach and then we moved to Diamond Bar. If we didn't have, wouldn't have moved from Long Beach to Diamond Bar, I would have went to Jordan High School, <laughs> which is probably not the safest uh, high school for a tall white boy like me to go to. Although <laughs> Snoop Dogg went there and he was a year older than me. So we, we might have been buddies, right? So, so we moved to Diamond Bar, um, grew up there and was kind of a, a wealthier area. And being a wealthier area, you see BMWs, you see Mercedes, you see nice cars. And we had, you know, a Chevy Citation and a pickup truck and, you know, and we, we did okay, you know, but I was around that environment where, you know, all my classmates at 16 got cars, BMWs, right. Mercedes. Right. I got a job, right? So I've had a job and I've had a job basically since I was 15 and, and, you know, I've just... I've always been working and always been, I realized that if I want to have stuff, I need to work for it. So I've just basically been working the whole time. I started out in sales because it was easy. Sales was an easy job. I did retail sales in high school. Then I worked at Circuit City. Then I got into technology sales and I was in technology sales from the late nineties to about 2012. And then in 2008, I had this, one of my coworkers, um, we started a company that he was really into auto racing, professional auto racing. Okay. And he kind of, we found this uh, product opportunity, like, uh, and we actually created a product and we invented products and we made a race car driver cooling suit because in race cars, it's really hot. Oh, like race nice. cars, it's like 130 yeah. to 160 degrees inside a race car. And um, the incumbent was basically a cotton t-shirt with two tubes sewn on it and connected to an ice chest. Right. And then we created this, this, this shirt that had camelback molded bladders and it had style bladders and we connected it to a Peltier thermoelectric cooler, raised funding and all that stuff. But along the way, um, in 2012, I had hired a Tony Robbins coach. And one day he asked me a question, have you ever thought about becoming a coach? And when he, and this was probably 2012. So it was like 38 years old or something. Mm -hmm. Um, and when he asked me that question, it was like being struck by lightning. Like I was always oh, wow. driven because I wanted more money because I wanted freedom. That was really my thing. Freedom, money. So money was the key to freedom. So he asked me that question. It changed my life. And I remember for the first time in my life, I remember being excited about learning something because prior to that, I could, I could just give it like an 80% effort and be in the top 10% of everybody around me. Um, but when that question started, that's when my coaching journey started. And, and then it started and literally six months later, I was in the Tony Robbins coach training program. A year later, I was the number one coach on the team. Three years later, I left, started my own business and, you know, Jason Dries coaching. Now I've got 10 coaches working for me. We've got over thousands of clients who've been through our program in the past three years. And, and I, and I do the work I love and I'm, I'm very excited about the work I do. And it's, it's really fulfilling and pays well. And is a lot of fun. I love how you had said that once you got asked that question, it was kind of like you got struck by lightning Yeah, and doing something that you're passionate about. I love doing this podcast. I'm passionate about it. I love talking to people like you. I love helping people growing, expanding myself. And so for me, I had a similar experience. I didn't know I was going to go into this. A friend of mine, close friend of mine suggested it. And the first podcast I did, probably wasn't very good, but at the same time, like that inner feeling that you get that just wakes you up 
brings those energy levels up. I know exactly what you had felt at that time. Were there, were there any things that kind of held you back? Did you just jump into it immediately? Didn't think about it? Or did you have to overcome anything to transition? Because it sounds like the product and the company you created was very innovative. And, um, you know, you could have taken that pretty much as far as you want. It could have, right. We ran out of money. We actually ran out of money. Um, I, I knew so little about business back then when I ran that company. It's like silly <laughs> when I look back. Um, but so that business ran out. That that business actually turned into getting sued by one of my investors. Oh, um, because I got the one of the investors who gave us most of the money gave us most of his wife's money. She was the bariatric surgeon. He was the racing fan. And then um, we foolishly took extra notes that he said he would never call. And then we got beyond the statute of limitations in California and then his wife, they got a divorce and he threw us at her. So, so we basically got caught up in this divorce and then this is right as the to- coaching journey started. So it was, it was, while there was this inspiration, there was this re- incredible amount of struggle. Like it, it was the hardest thing I've ever done because me and my business partner who, you know, we were making barely six figures in our tech jobs and we both had small families. We were being sued by somebody who has deep pockets and the attorney bills by the hour, Right. Um, like our attorney had to file a motion for excessive discovery requests, like seriously, oh, wow. right? yeah. because he's just billing by the hour. Right. Yep. Um, but the, the interesting thing is that, that, that process, um, of dealing with the lawsuit, cause I was at a point where I would, I, I got the job at Tony Robbins and the, going from tech to coaching was a big pay cut. My salary cut in thirds. Right. And then at the same time, we moved from the Bay Area to Sacramento because my wife closed her business because our second son was being born. So she was going to stay home. And like a week after we moved there, I get invited to the coach training program and then I get like terminated from my job in the same week. So there's this incredible excitement for this new direction at the same time, terror that we're having a baby in four weeks. And my company like literally terminated me three weeks before my wife's baby was due or baby was due. And I'm like, can you wait till next month so my health care will cover it? And and I remember this, the woman, the woman HR manager said, can she have the baby early? I was like, what? <laughs> so it, it, it was challenge, right? And then, so there was dealing with the financial struggle um, and dealing with the lawsuit. And it was like, I was having panic attacks. Well, like they, I'd get an email from my attorney and I'd have a panic attack. And I'm just, and at the same time, I got to be this, yes, perfect emotional state as a Tony Robbins coach when behind the scenes, it was like so challenging. And yeah. it was in that, dealing with um, the emotional response from the lawsuit is where I discovered the entire foundation of my program today. Oh, that's incredible. So out of what probably has been your bi- one of your biggest struggles in your life, you were able to get something out of it. It's so interesting how like the bigger the problem or problem, quote unquote, yeah. uh, the bigger the opportunity, if we're mm-hmm. able to recognize it as that. And I'm assuming being taught to be a Tony Robbins coach. I've had my personal mentor. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he's a Tony Robbins coach anymore. He has his own coaching as well, but he went through the Tony system. And, um, yeah, he he tells me repeatedly, like your biggest challenges are going to be your biggest opportunities to grow and are going to be your biggest gifts that you've ever been given in the world. So it sounds like as crazy as this time was Mm -hmm. like a storm, you were the eye of the storm at least to some degree to be able to figure this out. Was it something that you came to quickly or did it take a little bit of time for you to, to discover 
this foundation? Well, it was, it happened just all of a sudden. Now, you know, it didn't feel like I was the eye of the storm at the time, you know, but I, I, I don't stop. Like I don't, like I don't, because the option, there was this incredible amount of passion and excitement. And prior to that was like 15 years of work I didn't like. So I was like, if I don't do this, I have to go back to that. Right. So there was that. Ah, in there. So I was like, that's if a I very can't, Tony thing. If right? I can't make this, yeah, if I can't make this work, <laughs> I got to go get a job. And I, last thing I wanted to do was have another freaking tech job and sell another telephone. Like it was, it was, I, I did that. It was done. Um, but one day I just, I just was sitting there and I had this belief and I was just, I wrote it down. I said, you know, and Terry was my attorney and he's actually an awesome attorney and he's a bulldog and he's a great attorney, but you know, we didn't have money. We we're struggling to pay them. So basically what happened was, um, well, coincidentally, a couple things happened. So number one, my, my, my business partner at the time who was part of the company, who was my former coworker was at a different tech company and he was in channel marketing. So he started directing channel marketing funds for coaching services to my coaching company so that I would deliver coaching programs for the technology channel partners and we would get money to pay the attorney. So that started my speaking business. My speaking career started that way. Okay. And at the same time, one day I just wrote down on a piece of paper and I said, every time Terry calls me, it's bad news. And I wrote, I don't, I don't know why, but I just wrote it down on paper. And I said, I'm sick of this. And I crossed it out. And all of a sudden I felt lighter. And I was like, what just happened? And, and I'm actually getting goosebumps right now. And what I realized was, that was the foundation, the, the foundation of the entire coaching methodology I use today was taking ownership of your mindset and taking ownership of your limiting beliefs. Because if you take ownership of them, then you can change them. So I changed that one and then I found another one contradicting it. So I changed that one and I found another and it literally took me three pieces of paper front and back to get all the contradictions in my mindset. Because I started to understand that we only believe thing, we believe things 100% or 0%. So, right. and to believe something new, you have to remove the contradictions there. Okay. And that has evolved into my entire coaching program. And unlike Tony Robbins style or results style coaching, when you're like, force the action, my coaching style removes the resistance to it occurring. And that's what's so different about alignment coaching versus results coaching. But it all started very quickly, like boom, just like that. I love how you shared that there was a person I spoke to on this show yesterday and he essentially said the same thing. He coaches CEOs. And the biggest thing he talks about is there's two types of CEOs in the world. There are the ones who are, you know, they want to get the numbers. They want to build the business. They're very results focused. You know, there could be an ego play at it. You know, Tony Robbins need for significance involved. And they don't, he said they don't take clients like that. They take clients like the people that you work with and teach yeah. with, with your program. You called it alignment coaching. You remove resistance for people so that they can grow and continue down their path. And it's not like, uh, let's focus. You know, I'm sure there's possibly goals and things involved with your coaching, but that's not the main focus. The main focus is what are your limiting beliefs? What mindset do you have that because we only get as far in life as our mindset allows us the capacity that our mindset has and if you can expand yeah. that capacity or change it to something that's more empowering more uplifting something bigger and better than yourself then pro your life you're always going to have problems there's always going to be problems so you can't take the problems away you can't strike out yeah. those problems but what you can do is change your perspective change your mindset 
change your reality. And then everything changes at that point. Yeah. And I, I would say what, what I really do is I release your full potential because we live in an attraction based universe. Yep. So, and, and, and people ask me, do I help people create success? And I'm like, no, I can't, I can't make you something you're not. So, but most people start from the mindset of, I need to make success happen. And simply the statement of making it happen puts them in the place where it isn't happening. Mm. So success is automatic if you remove the resistance to the success occurring. Like one simple example, I'll be in a room on a stage and I'll say, who wants to grow their income 10X this year? Everybody will raise their hand. And I'll be like, all right, who wants 10X more emails? And, and like all the hands go down. Yep. So we end up wanting the growth, but we're resistance to part of the process. And, a, and the majority of that resistance is subconscious and you don't know about it. So that's why coaching is such a powerful tool because it brings up this, you can, you can remove the subconscious misalignment that's preventing your progress. Got it. So how do you reach somebody's subconscious? Well, it, there, are, there are clues of the misalignment okay. that most people aren't aware of. So this, the simplest clue of misalignment is negative emotion. So if you are, if you are working, working or thinking about a target and you're feeling negative emotion, you're not in alignment. Okay. Or if you're feeling doubt versus confidence, or if you're feeling like heavy in your body, but as all of us, we've been conditioned to work hard. And what ends up happening is instead of being aimed directly at the target, we're like this and we're just pushing in the wrong direction. And that's why it doesn't work. Gotcha. Gotcha. And that goes, yeah, that goes back to energy. Like we yeah. know that, that emotions of fear or scarcity are lower energy emotions. Yeah. Usually, and all, most of our emotions are tied to our past, past events, thing, beliefs we've built up over the years, you know, touch the stove. It's hot. I'm not going to touch mm -hmm. the stove cause it's going to hurt me. And I just, it, yeah, I, I, I just can't agree with you more like, and I love how you use the, uh, uh, the phrasing of, of misalignment and that those negative emotions misalign you misalign. Mm -hmm. Now I know you're not talking about just being an optimist and saying, Oh, everything's mm -hmm. great. Everything's great. You know, just being a blind optimist because you and I both know that that's not going to change anything. You really got to dig in deep with, within yourself and, uncover why do I feel negative towards this problem? Why do I feel negative towards this person? Why am I judging? You know, all of those things are just merely a reflection of what's going on inside and, yeah. and, and doing the coaching and, and having yeah. someone like yourself who can see that because a lot of times we're like fish in water. We don't know we're in water. That's our own reality. Those negative emotions yeah. are they have become our reality. They are ingrained in our nervous system and having somebody like you that can easily spot it and yeah. know how to correct it and align it is just, it's invaluable. And what I've discovered is that we don't have to dig as much as you think. Okay. Because that was the old way. Like, like some, some, somewhere in the past 10 years, life changed, right? It's different now, right? Life is accelerating. Like it's different. Like it's, Everybody does yoga or meditation, right? And 20 years ago, there was a handful of people, right? And, and, you know, 20 years ago, you had the CEOs doing the annual personal growth retreat, right? Where now personal growth is no longer optional. It's constant. So, so 
we have to be cautious about diving too deep into the problem because sometimes now blind optimism, optimism is, can be, if, if blind optimism without action is not going to work, right? right? So you can't just sit there and manifest stuff because action is part of the law of attraction. It's like, and what I do is really help people aim for the naturally inspired action as opposed to resistance-based action where they're pushing. But we have to be cautious though, because wherever we put our attention, we amplify it with energy because our bodies are pure energy. This reality is pure energy. We live in a multiverse, right? And the simplest way to describe what I really do is I help people align with a higher frequency version of themselves. And sometimes, the majority of the time, you can move to the new frequency just by simply holding the new frequency, right? The majority, I'd say probably 80% of the time. Um, 10% of the time, you know, we have to specifically go after the limiting belief that's been in that person's head for 10 years. I'm not smart enough whatever. And then you have to like surgically remove that with a belief change process, which was the foundation of all of this. And then some of those 10% are really never going to go away because it's really part of your life's journey of integrating that challenge over and over and over again. And you may have that obstacle for like 20 years. Um, for example, the, the area for me that I wish was gone that I'm still continuing to integrate is a financial scarcity belief that if I save money, it will be taken from me. And the, the re, that belief was created when I was 15 years old, because when I was 15 years old, my, between my freshman and, and sophomore year in high school, I got a job at the golf course and I worked all summer back in 1989. Oh, no, no, actually, I think we're 90 then, you know, making 425 an hour. Um, and there was well, no debit that. cards, no internet. So I basically just went in the bank account. At the end of the summer, I go to check my bank account, expecting $700 in there and saw it balance is zero. My mom, my mom took my money. Oh, without wow. asking. She just took it. Yeah. She stole it actually. Um, and that funny thing is I, I couldn't hear the word stole until like literally two months ago. I just thought she took it. And then what they use is they use, they use the money to buy me something I didn't want. They bought me a street, an old street bike to get to school that I didn't want. I wanted to save another summer and get a Ninja 250, but that's what they did. And I literally developed the belief that if I save money, it will be taken from me. And that belief has been impacting me for the past 30 years. And I cannot tell you how many times I've been coached on that in the past 10 years. So I've come to understand that that's just a core part of my journey that I operate in and out of it, but it creates all of this growth, all this opportunity because my experience, like I'm not just regurgitating the same coaching content over and over and over again. I'm a never ending evolution. So anybody who's following me is seeing my content constantly change. And that, that particular thread is creating a strength and financial mindset that's helping a lot of people because money is a big challenge for everybody. No, I appreciate you sharing that. And uh, it, I like how you said that you don't have to dig as deep for yeah. the majority of it. And yeah. um, one of the things you had mentioned is holding the new frequency going to a higher frequency, holding that. Can you explain that a little bit more? It's actually really simple. Okay. We do it all the time. Um, but unfortunately, we usually do it the wrong way. Um, like you're driving in your car, you hear a song from 20 years ago, and you remember something you did and you feel bad and you're like, ooh, and then you kind of lower your frequency, right? Um, but what I, it's actually what I call frame. I, I use the word frame to describe frequency. Um, because... Um, we think, we think action creates reality, but that's actually backwards. Reality creates your action. So like action is created by mindset. Mindset is created by your frame. 
like the frequency of you. Okay. And when I started coaching that way, that's when people started blowing up. So we basically teach people how to operate, shift your frame, and then the action will follow. And, but the way to shift your frame, the simplest way to do that is to, to really just imagine, get a sense of a future version of you that knows the answer. And if you hold your attention on that future version for like 30 seconds, you'll start to feel lighter. So yeah. it's almost like we're putting our, our focus of our consciousness on the version of us that has the answer. And when you hold that 30 seconds to a minute, that then the answer will come. Because if you don't know what the answer is, you're in a frequency that doesn't know what the answer is. And it will never know what the answer is. So many of us think that we have to chase the strategy, but strategy is automatic when you're in alignment. Yep. If you're not, if you don't know what the strategy is, then you're not in alignment. It's I, that simple. It's that simple. So you don't know this, but this past week I had spent mm -hmm. six days. It was a seven day event, but for six days I meditated on average five hours a day. Nice. Working on getting into what was called the quantum realm. Mm -hmm. And if words are like this are coming familiar, I'm sure Dr. Sure. Joe Dispenza is a familiar name to you. Yeah. And so he talked a lot about that. And I agree completely. Like today, mm -hmm. as he would say, I am, I think he used the word artifact of mm -hmm. my everyday leading up to today. And if I wake up with negative emotions, I'm essentially holding on to the past my past dictates my present. So my future is going to be my past. Nothing's going to change because I'm not changing. I'm holding on to my um, addiction to certain emotions, whether for me personally, anger, frustration, scarcity is, is a good uh, one that I hold on to. So he said something very similar. Imagine a future version of yourself. You use the word alter alternate dimension of yourself where, yeah, this problem is solved or this belief is not there. He has us going into what he calls the quantum field, getting into a, a higher mm -hmm. frequency. Yeah. How do you, do you subscribe to what Dr. Dispenza talks about using meditation to get to that realm? Or is it something as simple as just being with yourself keeping calm and just holding your attention to that future where either the problem solved or the belief isn't there or just a, a better version of yourself in the future. I like Joe Dispenza. Um, I'd love to have a conversation with him. I think it'd be fun. And I also believe that there are different ways to access that frequency. And you know, I, I think there's newer and faster ways. He loves meditation. That yes. was the foundation of his entire, like literally regrowing his body, right? Like happened through meditation. So, um, you know, if you look at all of the mindset coaching tools from today that everyone uses, like Tony Robbins, all the NLP stuff that was created in the eighties when you didn't have access to frame level, you couldn't shift frame. So you had to, you had to solve the mismatched mindset the misaligned mindset with the power of positive thinking because positive thinking ignores the negative beliefs within the mindset and kind of gives you an artificial alignment, right? That's why I'm teaching right now that positive thinking is done. Like we want to stop doing that. 
because we want to be where we're out of alignment. So what I actually believe and the point of view I'm exploring is that there's different ways to do that. And as much as I've tried to meditate, I can't fucking slow down. I just literally can't. I've tried a million times. Do I get into meditative states of stillness all the time? It's never low a, I, uh, most of the time I can do it when I'm coaching. Like I'm, my gift is holding a higher frequency than the people are at. And what I actually believe at this point of time is that meditation is one way to that level. And I feel like I'm coming in from the thinking way. Got it. So if you were to coach somebody through this, just, you know, first time, let's say me, Mm -hmm. for example, Mm -hmm. what would you have me do? Just one tool, one way that you would have me get to a higher frequency? Well, some of it's actually, when we first start talking to people, one of the first things we have to do is address all of their beliefs around this happening. Like one of the beliefs that I usually lead people through is, is a rewrite of their beliefs of immediate transformation. Because most people don't think they can change that fast. Because everything in your Mm. reality, your entire perception of reality is based on an infinite number of beliefs. So the interesting port, the interesting point, point of view, uh, and, I'll, and I'll show you how to do it in a second, but like the, the interesting thing that I get to see is this cross section of growth. And when I first discovered this process in 2014, I actually didn't discover frame shifting until 2019 to actually 2020, although I was doing it a different way with the verbal belief change process. When I, when I, when I attempted to use this process on clients in 2014, when I was working for Tony Robbins, there would be clients that I'd have to coach them for six months before I could get them to that frequency. It would take six months of coaching to get them to that frequency. Today, I can get anybody to that frequency in less than 10 minutes. Oh, shit. <laughs> Maybe five. <laughs> but, it's, but it's now part of it's me. Yeah. But, it, but it's also the average, the air is different now right? The air is different. Now, can I get my mom there? No. Right. Do I love her? Yes. Do I appreciate her? Yes. Do I know that she did the best she could at the time? Yes. But at the same time, at the same time that had, you know, but that's, that was a major catalyst for me who I am today, that event. Right. So she played that role cosmically. That's how the energies went. Um, so it's interesting. I get to see this cross section of reality operating at a higher frequency than it was before, but is it the simple way to do that? Is like, let me ask you, Ace, like, what's a target that or goal that you want or you're working on that you don't know how to do? Oh. Or you're stuck or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, there's, there's, for the, I told you earlier, I'm in Nashville, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I moved here five years ago. My reason for moving, there are a few reasons I moved here, but moved here with my ex-wife, now ex-wife, mm-hmm. but what I wanted to do was reach what a lot of real estate investors want to reach. And that's financial freedom, passive income beats monthly expenses. Mm-hmm. And I've been working on that very diligently. I am very close to reaching it, but I've been so focused on that problem that it has kept me from seeing the grander scheme, the solution, right? Cause I think, one solution, one way, or maybe two or three, you know, in real estate, I always say have a plan B plan C, but still I'm looking at a very limited spectrum of possibilities. And it seems like the closer and closer I get to it, the not farther it gets, but I just can't reach that goal line. Okay. So I have, 
I actually have a better answer than giving you a frame shift. So actually, so let's, <laughs> let's do a combination of that is that I used to chase passive income. Yeah. And the reason why I chased passive income is because I didn't want to work. And when I find people who want passive income because they don't want to work, I usually find people who haven't found the work they're supposed to do yet. So, because I used to think that, but as soon as I discovered coaching, I'm like, even if I had a bazillion dollars, I would still coach. Right. So what, what that tells me is as a coach and you didn't ask for coaching, but you kind of did. So I'm going to give you some coaching anyway. Um, is that that's not how you get there because it's not working. Like you, you, you can trudge, you can move a little bit closer and you may be baby stepping, but you're not getting the movement you were before. That's me. I would, I would interpret that as life telling you that's not the direction to go. Correct. And, 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 and one of the areas that most people struggle is that we, we have uncertainty at the micro level and we let that creep into the macro level. So there's the micro level, how you're actually going to make this, this financial stability, because it's not just freedom. It's actually cash flow and financial independence, all part of the process. And that's a great target to, to go after. Um, the thing is, we, when we don't know what to do at the micro level, we can create doubt at the macro level. And the macro level or your, your global frame is the vibratory frequency of your consciousness. And the vibratory frequency of your consciousness is what reality responds to. So we end up being in doubt here, which creeps into doubt there. Okay. So the solution to that is to move into non-specific certainty at this level. At the macro level. At the macro level, such as like this. So, um, and I would generally use a repeat after me and I'll just guide you. So just play with me here. So repeat after me, I take full ownership of my life and everything in it. I take full ownership of my life and everything in it. I am going to achieve, achieve financial independence. I am going to achieve financial independence. Because I'm not going to stop until I do. Because I'm not going to stop until I do. If life leads me to the left. If life leaves me, leads me to the left. I'll go left. I'll go left. If it leads me to the right, I'll go right. If it leads me to the right, I'll go right. I choose to align with life in this process. I choose to align with life in this process. More so than ever before. More so than ever before. I choose to believe this 100%. I choose to believe this 100%. Past, present, and future. Past, present, and future. All versions of me. All versions of me. I take ownership of anything contradictory to this. I take ownership of anything contradictory to this. And I release it now. And I release it now. <sighs> so you check the certainty. See that? Yeah. So that's how we... That's how we align ourselves, create non-specific alignment, and then let life fill in the gaps. Because usually what happens is it goes the other way. Because, you know, if, if, if you had, if you all of a sudden stumbled across a new flavor for Ben and Jerry's and they paid you a million dollars a year for it, I'm sure you'd take that and give up real estate unless you love real estate, right? You know? <laughs> no, in a, in a heartbeat, you know, I used, hey, I used to really love, I we're talked about Brandon Turner. I yeah. loved real estate. But at the same time, yeah, if uh, an opportunity came around, yeah, something like that, I, I would take that in a heartbeat over real estate. Trust me, I've been one of those investors who have, you know, 
done it the blue collar way, right? Yeah. Work harder, work harder. And uh, yeah. yeah, it's definitely created a lot of chaos, a lot of uh, limiting beliefs in my life. And uh, yeah, no, I appreciate you uh, working through that with me. That was incredible because after saying something like that, and I'm going to re-listen to this episode over and over and over again, like I just, my heart after we said that and I breathed out, my heart just felt lighter. Yeah, because you shifted frequencies. Now let's do one more repeat after me so you don't have to repeat it. Okay. Okay, I take full ownership of my life and everything in it. I take full ownership of my life and everything in it. I choose to live in the reality of immediate transformation. I choose to live in the reality of immediate transformation. Where I can transform as fast as I want to. Where I can transform as fast as I like to. Or as slow as I want to. Or as slow as I want to. It's my choice. It's my choice. I no longer require. I no longer require. Further work or repetition. Further work or repetition. To integrate fully. To integrate fully. I believe this 100%. I believe this 100%. Past, present, and future, all versions of me. Past, present, and future, all versions of me. I take ownership of anything contradictory to this. I take ownership of anything contradictory to this. And I release it now. And I release it now. Breathe. So notice how we shift one and then the next contradicting one, because that happens with everybody. Like, oh, I want to listen to this again. You don't need to listen to it again because an affirmation, you know, if you like Tony Robbins, we used to do the, now that I'm the voice, I'll leave, not follow, believe, not doubt, create, not, like I literally at one point was doing these 40 minutes a day, but they were done from a place where it wasn't permanent. So it only worked when you were doing it. So I'm like, that's silly. Let's operate from the frame where it's always permanent. That's incredible. So you had mentioned, um, frame shifting. Is that what the exercise we just did? For, those are repeat after me statements okay. that those basically, they do a frame shift, but they're more conscious because they're rewriting a mental pattern at the mindset level. So imagine you have a diagram, like a circle that says action, and then a bigger circle that says mindset and a bigger circle that says frame, right? So action mindset frame, that's the diagram. Mindset is where the beliefs happen. And sometimes with those, it works better to consciously go through it. Like your brain needed to hear that. Right. You got action mindset frame. Your brain needed to hear that. And then there's, there's a little bit of scrambling in there, right? I take ownership of this. And, and if there's an old belief, I'll use negative language to kind of interpret it. But then the mind releases that. And then you put in the new one. A frame shift is simply as, can you get a set? Can you ace get a sense of a version of you? Sometime in the future, anytime in the future, can you get a sense of a version of you who understands what I'm talking about and frame shifting more than you do now? Yes. And can you physically sense the presence of that frame? I can, yes. Where is it? Where Point to it. Where is it? Well, shoot, you can't see on the video. I'm, I'm, well, is it front? Just don't tell me where it is. Left, right, up, down? Uh, it was right at my heart. Okay. Mine is always, if you ever see me in videos, I do this, mine's to the left. The funny thing is everybody's is different. And it's how our brain actually interprets focusing on a different version as we physically see it there. So if you keep your attention on that version. Okay. And again, can you get, and we can stack on it. So can you sense the version of you anytime in the future who understands what I'm talking about more than you do now, and also understands frame shifting so well that you could teach a lecture on it if you wanted to. Can you sense that version? Oh, it just shifted. 
It shifted just to my left. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Just keep your attention on wherever it is. Keep your attention on it. Okay. Now, it, it, and at this point, you don't even have to remember what the frame was because you've already got it. So you just keep attention on it. And that's like 15 seconds. If you really want to focus on it, we can do a full minute. We do a full minute, but are you starting to feel differently from that presence of that frame? Oh yeah, definitely. How would you describe how you're feeling? Just feeling more confident, more clear on, um, on really what, what it is and, and having the belief that, that, that it's already there, that I don't yeah. need to find it or figure it out. Awesome. So that's a frame shift right there. Cause we, we literally do it all the time. So the three indications of a frame shift, if I can get this on camera is a change in confidence, confidence or doubt, right? You became more confident or more certainty. That's one. The second one is an increase or this, or it's a change in emotion from positive to negative or negative positive. If you're, if you're going up a frequency, you'll feel more positive emotions. If you're going down a frequency, you'll feel more negative emotions. And then the third one is a feeling of lightness or heaviness in the body. And that's a frame shift. So we, we do this stuff all the time, but what I teach people how to do is to consciously do this to things they want. So that, because I basically launched, when I started working with Brandon, you know, JDC 10 X in one year went from mm -hmm. a 1 million or a hundred thousand to a million in one year. And that, and 700,000 of that was in Q4. And it was like, I did the bigger pockets podcast. It was just me. And all of a sudden the next month I had 200 intro sessions booked. So I went from me to like five people on the team in 30 days. And then a month later I launched my, my six week mindset Academy group coaching program with Brandon. And I was literally completely and totally so overwhelmed that I could maybe get done 20% of the stuff I wanted to on a daily basis. But it was so good because money was rolling in and I'm just like, don't screw it up, don't screw it up, don't screw it up, right? <laughs> and then I'm just sitting here going, you know, I'm like, man, like a month ago, I had it. A month ago, I had everything dialed in. But if you took Jason from 10 years ago and brought him to a month ago, he would have been totally overwhelmed, totally overwhelmed. So that's when I realized there was a version of me in the future that we that if was here today would know exactly what to do. And I did that and all of a sudden, the the anxiety, the stress went away. And I literally started doing that three or four times a day, every time the stress came up and I literally mm -hmm. elevated my frequency and JDC literally tripled the next year after that. So we 10 X one year and tripled the next. That is so powerful. Like we talked about Dispenza, the meditation. Yeah. I, I did meditation for years. I was a, a, a Buddhist at the time and traveled mm -hmm. throughout Southeast Asia studying meditation. And so for me, it, from learning to spend it, it's a very familiar thing, but at the same time, you know, we meditated for hours and hours and hours manifesting your future self and things like that. And I appreciate you kind of backing up and giving more of a perspective NLP, you know, neuro linguistic programming mm -hmm. with Tony Robbins. He's huge on that mm -hmm. and dispensa with the meditation. So I appreciate you kind of giving context about that as well, because like you said, there's a bunch of different tools you can use, mm -hmm. but how much time do you want to spend on it? How quickly do you want to do that? And so I really appreciate you sharing that information because, uh, man, that I, I just 
I breathing so, again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, it, hey, my face is red because it's it's hot. It's hot in my place right now. AC has not kicked on yet, but yeah, I, I, I say that right. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's amazing. And man, I I knew immediately when uh, when we got on this call that uh, you were going to be just invaluable. I didn't expect <laughs> expect to be coached on on my own show, but I really appreciate you. Uh, yeah, you you sharing that, um, man. You got me. You got me all flustered. Well, not flustered, but uh, <laughs> I, I I need to be the host here. All right, I I need to be in control and have uh, all the certainty. Right? Yeah, need you for certainty. Control. You do have control. <laughs> no, I, I appreciate that. One yeah. one thing I want to talk about. Yeah, you have this thing called Monday Mindset Reset. Yeah, on on Facebook, it's yeah. free. I checked it out. Can you explain a little bit about that? Because it yeah. sounds like something like that, it would just be uh, a great way for people to start their week. Yeah. So the Monday mindset reset, you know, how Elrod has the miracle morning, right? And I've got the... Uh, uh, Hal. Oh, Hal. man, he changed my life. I love how Elrod's Hal, awesome. Yeah. yeah morning awesome. miracle. Yep. Yeah. He's here in Austin too. Yeah. So um, there's the, you know, with the miracle morning every day, and then you have the Monday mindset reset. And the Monday mindset reset is a 20 minute call that I host every single Monday at 10 a.m. Central. So it's 20 minutes. Everybody can make it. The re- it, it is live streamed to the Facebook group. So if you're unable to make it at that time, there's a recording. And it's basically me doing alignment every single week. Sometimes there's repeat after me. Sometimes there's frame shifting. Sometimes there's new content. But it's basically starts your week in a higher frequency than you would have been. And all you have to do is go to mondaymindsetreset.com and it will kick, you out, kick out the calendar invite for you to put to your calendar. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. For those of you listening, if you like what you heard Jason just do with me, which I can tell you just from my own feelings right now, like I feel a million times lighter. That lightness you talked about, obviously my emotion is higher. I'm sure people listening can hear I'm getting pretty giddy right now. Um, And the confidence level, you literally did that. We've never met before. Yeah, no. (laughs) Oh man, you're in Austin though. I love Austin. So I, I will definitely come visit you at some point. This is uh definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Being in Nashville, we're, we're like sister cities, except I think Nash or hey, no knock on that, my Nashville peeps, but uh, Austin's a pretty stinking cool place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Austin's a cool place. For those listening, Jason is the founder and CEO of Jason Drees Coaching, which empowers people to do the impossible. Shoot. He just had me do what I thought was the impossible, <laughs> creating your own reality. So for more information on Jason and the services he provides, check out his website, jasondreescoaching.com. Remember, Drees is spelled D-R-E-E-S, just like trees, but with a D. He's got a book, Do the Impossible, which I'm going to be buying right after this show. And he's got a podcast, which I am going to subscribe to immediately. Follow him on Instagram at jasondreescoaching.com. So I'd be amiss if I didn't ask you some superhero questions because sure. I already know what your superpower, one of your superpowers is because you freaking just used it on me <laughs> a few minutes ago. But um, do you have a superhero name? And if you don't, what would be your superhero name? For my Tony Robbins days, when we had like superhero names, I always kind of aligned with Thor, like the, the comic book Thor, not really the Marvel Thor, but the, uh, the comic book one was kind of like the name that came out from my Tony Robbins firewalk days, I yep. guess. Yep. 
Would, would you still uh, subscribe to be being called Thor? Yes, I would say so. I kind of, I would probably subscribe to like the older wise one, you know, I kind of see myself as this kind of like my superheroes, like, like, what does my spirit look like? And I picture this like older, almost, it actually comes up with like white hair, really more muscular <laughs> than me, but like really wise, you know, um, that's kind of what that comes up as for now. I love it. I love it. Well, in your own words, what are some of your superpowers? My, I would say my superpower will, besides, you know, it's, it's changing people's lives. It's helping them conquer fear. It's helping them make money. It's um, helping them release their full potential. Most people come to JDC coaching to like, um, you know, to make more money, but I really like transform their life. And, and what I really do is I, my magical power is, is holding the frequency of alignment right above where everybody is, where anybody is. And I can, I can very easily sense the misalignment. And in mindset, I can, I, it's almost like intuitive nature. So I can pick that up, hold the alignment to it. And I literally hold that frequency and say whatever needs or net words are necessary to help the person align with it. You were not reading off of the script when you were having me repeat what you said. That's for sure. No, no. no. That's all, oh, man. That's amazing. That is yeah. an amazing superpower. Yeah. Who are some of your superheroes? My wife. Probably my big, she's my biggest, you know, um, she's done some amazing things and, um, getting here was a hard journey. This, this journey of success was, was both of ours. Um, you know, we've got four boys under age 12, so 12 boys, business, entrepreneur, ups and downs. You know, at one point we were on food assistance for, for women and children in the state of California. Right. So it, she's probably my biggest hero. Brandon's also a big hero of mine. He does some cool stuff. David Osborne's pretty awesome too. So I get to see, I get to see a lot of cool people in my proximity. And um, I'm actually seeing a lot of real, a lot of heroes in the military actually too. I've been, ever since I came to Austin, I'm around a lot of them. I get to work with a lot of them, which is, which is great too. That's incredible. I, yeah. I have the opportunity right now. I'm part of a nonprofit called Operation Rescue Children. I've mentioned it on the show before based out of Wichita Falls, Texas, which is just about an hour and a half north of Dallas. Mm -hmm. And what the reason I bring this up is we train elite forces to go into usually human trafficking situations mm -hmm. and essentially do the stuff you would see in movies and take down those operations. There's a whole, um, my mentor, Dr. Keith Wagner, there's a whole after, uh, part to it where we work with the slaves, the victims, the people that were involved with this to get them back into the real world, working on mindset, dealing with trauma, things like that. But mm -hmm. we work a lot with um, the Texas Rangers, specifically the SRT teams, yeah. you know, the elite Texas Rangers. And so when you talk about being around military and seeing heroes, I've met a lot of these men yeah. and their wives and families. And man, they are stoic. Yeah. It's like they go into situations. You know, I mentioned I have the storm and things like that. Yeah. When yeah. everything is going wrong and literally it's life and death, their heartbeat does not raise. They keep mm -hmm. calm, collective one, because they've trained their yeah. bodies, but not only that, their minds. And these just being around these people, we've talked about energy. Their energy is off the charts as far as being able to handle themselves, be confident in what they do. And it's just like, you 
don't understand how amazing these people are until you're physically around them. It, it completely changed my belief in, in that whole thing. And, um, I appreciate you sharing that because I think it, it definitely, if you watch the news a lot, you can get a very different story of our service men and women yeah. on all levels. And I just, uh, I appreciate you sharing that because those people are also my superheroes. Mm-hmm. And so, well, I appreciate you sharing all of that for those listening. Uh, I gave out your website, jasondreescoaching.com. Is that the best way for them to reach out to you or is there a, a better way? Just join me on the Monday Mindset Reset. Join me there. Well, you, you're, hey, you're going to see me there on Monday. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I am subscribing. Well, I'm buying your book okay. as well. And I am subscribing to that immediately after we get off this call. Um, once again, the book is called Do the Impossible. And there is a podcast also called Do the Impossible. Um, Instagram at Jason Drees Coaching. Man, it has been, I, I did not think this episode was going to go this way. And uh-huh. I am so humbled and appreciative of you coming on, sharing your story, sharing tools, tips, <laughs> physically working, well, not physically, but literally working with me. Mm-hmm. It, it just shows how amazing of a person you are because it, like you said, it's not about money. It's about what you get doing your mission and your mission is changing people's lives. And you literally just changed my life. That is no joke. Um, that is not an understatement. Um, if there was one thing you wanted to leave with the audience, what would it be? I would say, um, you know, you have more potential than you think, you know, and, and the number one thing it takes to own that is the courage to feel everything that's in the way of stepping into that. And the world needs you. The world does need us. I, I, I've said this probably a dozen times on this show. I can't can't agree with you more. Like, man, that's another superpower. The truth. (laughs) Yes, it is. The truth that you speak the truth, brother. I am so happy to have you on. I would love to have you on again. Um, it just, I wish this wouldn't end, but <laughs> as they say, right, all good things yeah. must come to an end, yeah. but I really appreciate your time. I hope, uh, I hope you got at least half out of this as what I've got because, um, man, you are just an incredible person, an incredible coach. You're on a fantastic, amazing mission and you have freaking insane superpowers. You are the epitome of people that I, I look for to come onto this show. And I just am honored that you were able to, to be here and, and just share a little bit of your time with, with my audience. Well, thanks Ace. It's a privilege. I enjoyed the conversation because you're a great host. <laughs> well, <laughs> I appreciate you saying that. Yeah. So with that said, everybody listening, thank you once again for taking time out of your day to spend time with me and amazing people like Jason. <sighs> I just can't say enough. I am just blessed that I found this path and I'm going to keep working my butt off to give you guys as much as I can, all of myself and everything I can out of my guests. And 
with guys like Jason, it's not too hard because they are just phenomenal people. And once you start surrounding yourself like people like Jason, your life will change. That is no understatement. That is not a joke. So thank you again for tuning in. Feel free to tune in every week. I've never said this live before, but hey, Wednesday mornings, same bat time, same bat channel. I feel goofy saying that. So with that said, Peace out.